Now, it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Your host, Teresa E. Keeves, is a professional mediator, here to educate, inform, enlighten, and inspire everyone about the great benefits in the process of professional mediation to resolve conflicts, disagreements, and disputes relating to business or personal matters. Now, here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Good morning. Good morning to all of my listening audience out there. How are you? I know I've said this before, but you know, love getting up very early in the morning and I, and I love talking to you guys and, and, uh, my engineer, uh, Dave, uh, giving him a shout out and I'm glad that you guys are here. Listen, you know, I've talked to you guys about time, talking about time and how fast it goes and that it is our most precious commodity. So for all of you positive thinkers out there, Make it happen. That's all I'm saying. So, how have you been, Teresa? Well, I'm doing just fine. Blessed and highly favored. I am moving and grooving in the right manner. Launching a new website the first week in February. Distributing new ads. And um, I'm lining up some speaking engagements here in the Valley about conflict resolution. Um, positively busy. I'm just so excited about this year and beyond in my life. And I'm so grateful about everything and the people that are coming into my life. Now, well, let me just say that the weather here in Arizona is very nice and sunny. As you know, listeners, I've always talked to you about how much I like the beautiful sun shining here in the valley. And I even made a crack that, well, maybe they should stop calling us the Valley of the Sun because we have been experiencing quite a few uh, days that a number of days, not a few, a number of days that, you know, have been overcast. Well, today's high is supposed to be 72 and then tomorrow is going to be 75 for a high. But the nights are going to be cold. They'll be like low in the 40s, you know. So to us, that's like burr. So I guess we can still be referred to as the Valley of the Sun in spite of, in spite of the cloudy days that, that we have been experiencing. Okay. Now, I want to talk to you guys about something. And speaking of websites, I want to say thanks to all of you who have been visiting my website. The hits are phenomenal with great increases each and every month and with good percentages coming from like Portland, Mountain View and listen guys, Beijing, China. I want to say hello to all of you and please uh sit back and enjoy um the conversations and um and if you have any questions, you can always dial me at 1-888-463-go for it, 1-888-463-go for it. Okay? Now, today's show topic is negotiation is the key concept in the dispute resolution process. And this matter will be discussed with the most fabulous, most knowledgeable mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. Now, I will be bringing him on in a few minutes, but I just want to say, you know, Guys, you know, I have talked about negotiations on my show before, but the main reason I want to talk to you about this today, my listeners, is because as of late, there has been some fabulous negotiations going on in our country. 
and out of our country. And I want to acknowledge them and talk about it and how relatable the negotiation concepts that were used in the conversations in and out of our country, can they be used in the process of mediation? And on top of that, would you guys call these negotiation processes that uh, we're going to be discussing with my guest, Reginald C. Campbell, um, just plain out, outright professional mediation? Hmm. Okay, we shall see here in a little bit. Okay, so guess what? It's shout out time now. Oh, first and foremost, I'd like to give a shout out to all of the people on the East Coast as the news reports are showing how the residents are preparing for the um, inclement weather that has been forecast to hit them. And um, the early news reports were showing people as they were purchasing all types of items. They were purchasing, you know, shelves and sandbags and water and extra food, you know, um, as they're thinking that the storm is going to come and hit them and they never know how what the outcome is going to be. I just want to say to all of you guys who are in that situation that my hope is that the storm passes you by and that it will be okay. I hope it just goes out and fizzles itself out into the ocean or something. Okay? Now, let's get to my next shout-out. Um, for this one, um, I, I want to talk to you guys about a report that I was reading. Um, now, it was dated the 15th of December, 2015, and it was um, from CBS.com. Nevertheless, it has made it to my show shout out. So if you make it to my show shout out, there's, there's very good reason for that. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's, it's, it's a very great story. Now listen to this. The title of the story says, Sisters Raise 10 Million in 10 Years for Military Families. Okay. I don't know if any of you out there are familiar with this story, but this is how it goes. It says that 10 years ago, 10-year-old, and I'll say that again, 10-year-old Rachel Rachel Oaken and her sister Kelsey, who was eight, told their parents they had a big idea. And that idea is that they wanted to say thank you to the troops in Iraq and Afghanistan by offering scholarships to their spouses and children. Now, with some parental assistance, the precocious girls created their own charity called Thanks USA. I'm not sure if any of you all out there are familiar with it, but this is an educational forum. So here we go. And and soon they were online with Thanks USA and they were asking for money for their cause. So now in 2009, you all, when CBS News paid a visit to these young girls and Thanks USA, and they had raised a stunning five million dollars in 2009. Now, the story goes on to say, I've been able to see that really any person can make a difference. And what you give out to the world, you get back 10 times. This is what Rachel said. Now, Rachel is in college. Kelsey, she's now a high school senior and Thanks USA is still going strong. All right. Now, as of today, Thanks USA just passed $10 million 
dollars, said Kelsey. Isn't that fabulous? Okay. Now, this was all born out of an idea that began in a dinner table conversation. Now, I just want to talk about that for just a second. How many times have I said getting together as a family and dis- and having discussions? How was your day? What's on your mind? How was your school? What homework did you do? How was your day, mom and dad? You know, how can we help you? How can you help us? And then out of these conversations, this is what was born. Okay. Now, so far, Thanks USA has given military family members more than 3,400 scholarships of $3,000 each. Now, with the help of Thanks USA, Kelly, now she's able to go on and, and, and go to college and do, um, uh, you know, uh, what it is that she wants to do in her life. Now, here's something good. She says that with my experience, I want to flip that into something positive and give back to the military and be there for other families that lose a loved one, son or daughter, husband or wife. This is what the lady who is now Kelly Estep, who is now receiving funds to finish her college degree. Rachel says you can change the world. Kelly adds one heart at a time. How fabulous is that story? You know, that you can change the world one heart at time. A time. I, I just love that. I, 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 I'm just applauding, applauding those girls and, and their parents. You know, this is, is really great. Now, I have another shout out, but I'm going to bring my brother on right now because I want to get into discussion with him about this next, um, shout out. And as I said to you before, you know, that, um, his comments on this particular subject is phenomenal on all subjects that we talk about. I want to say, I tell you that he is the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. He is a frequent guest on my show, and I really appreciate him being here with me and listening to his comments on the topics we talk about on my show are very insightful and very appreciated. Good morning, Reginald, and how are you doing? I'm well, and good morning to you. Good morning to our listeners, and um, just what a wonderful story. Uh, about those two girls, that it's uh, really heartwarming and, and bless bless their hearts. Bless their mm-hmm. hearts. It's really a wonderful story. Yeah, and I I like to bring these stories, you know, um, uh, to my listeners, and um, you know, to to let them know just in case someone out there uh, needs help, maybe they can get in contact with um, this organization. Thanks USA. Um, because unfortunately, Reginald, as you know, um, that the military used to, as they say back in the day, help families um, better than they than they are doing today. They used they were able to send them and, you know, their their wives, at least, you know, if they wanted to go to college, they were able to do that, you know. But um, now now in present day, the person who is in the military can go and receive, you know, his, uh, you know, his funding for schooling, but it doesn't extend to the family as it used to. So I think that's, I think that's great. I I think that's a great story. Yeah. It's fabulous. Okay. Now, how many of you guys out there are hip to fraud watch network? Now it's associated with AARP. Well, I am sure you guys know about the scams 
that have been happening in this country involving the calls from supposedly IRS agents and telling the individuals that they speak on the phone about how much trouble they are in for owing taxes and threatening them. And, and, and listen, Reginald and my listeners, they have been extremely successful with this nasty thing they are doing to people to the tune of $26.5 million. Okay. But, but listen, as the introduction on my show says to educate and enlighten my listeners, so this is why I am doing this for you guys as I find out information. I'm passing it along to you. Now, so for all of you who don't know, listen up. Fraud Watch has released a report that was dated 1-20-2016 that says the following. Coming soon, IRS private debt collectors and scammers too. Okay? Now, I'm going to read some of this, and we're going to be taking a, a break here shortly, but you and I can get into this, Reginald. Okay. Now, it says, it says, with the tax season kicking off this month, the IRS is gearing up, and you should be sure the scammers are gearing up, too. And this year, you need to be aware of a new twist. As part of the FAST Act, which it stands for Fixing America's Surface Transportation Act, well, Reginald, it was signed into law, last month by President Obama, and the IRS is now required, has, is now required versus permitted to use private collectors to help recoup old tax debt. Okay? Now you guys can go online and, and bring this report up. It's Fraud Watch Network, 1-20-2016, and it's the section 32102 of this five-year infrastructure spending bill. So now get this, Reginald. As of last month, the Treasury Inspector General for Tax Administration already received 736,000 complaints about fraudsters posing as IRS agents who claim that back taxes are owed and unless they immediately pay this by wire transfer or get this, Reginald, prepaid debit cards, these scammers threaten that these people are going to be arrested, they're going to be deported, and their property is going to be seized. And li- and look, listen, guys, and already successfully swindled at least $23 million in the last two years. Now, the IRS wow. imposter uh, scam closed 2015 as the most reported use to their Fraud Watch Network hot uh, helpline. Now, I want to give that number to you guys just in case. It's 877-908-3360. It's toll free. It's 877-908-3360. You know, but Reginald, isn't this, I mean, come on. How terrible is that? Wow. That, that's really something I... Um, now, the, the uh, thing is, is that the IRS said last year, because I've been kind of following this story here, they said last year in a report on CBS, they are never going to call them, that they will always send them a letter regarding any tax liability that they have, that they're not going to have to worry about, you know, calls. Now, Reginald, because the president 
has implemented this program to help, you know, with the, uh, uh, you know, the infrastructure, um, of our, of our, uh, country and that they are going to be hiring third party people who are going to be calling individuals. You know, I'm, I'm going to ask this question, then we're going to take a break. We'll further discuss it when we come back. But, but Reginald, don't you think that with some people, that's going to be a real task to decipher who is who is who? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I think that's crazy. But listen, we're going to take a break right now, and then we're going to come back and continue this Fraud Watch Network report. Now it's time to put it all on the table through mediation. Here's your host, Teresa E. Keeves. Well, thank you for returning with me. I am here with my fabulous guest, uh, Reginald C. Campbell, and we were discussing the Fraud Watch Network. Um, it is backed up by AARP. And um, we were talking about how there is a new um, um, Fixing America's Surface Transportation Act, abbreviation is FAST, F-A-S-T, F-A-S-T Act, that um, President Obama uh, put into law last month. And, um, you, you know, whenever you put these new bills and things into law, original, as we know, funding's got to come from somewhere, right? So, sure. uh, <clears throat> excuse me, so there are obviously a lot of people out there who owe um, taxes and have not settled with the IRS. So it's like, okay, well, and it must be a good amount of money, um, you know, to, uh, if, if they're going to go after these people, that's, that's owed to the, um, to the IRS. So I'm just saying to your listeners, if you have a liability or anything with the IRS, uh, please take care of it. Um, but Reginald, let's get back with, um, what I was just saying is that because the, you know, about the fraud, you have these people that are saying, well, you know, you need to send us money. Like, for example, they had a report on a guy and he sent he was a a, a uh, minister. He sent sixteen thousand dollars so far. OK. And, um, you know, my thing is, OK. Do you know if you owe taxes or not? If you don't owe taxes, then hang up the phone. OK. If you owe taxes, then call the IRS and get and get on a payment plan or tell them when you're going to pay or or something like this. OK, particularly, um, you know, the IRS is not going to tell you to put money on a debit card. See, when they when these people are telling these people to put them on a the debit card, Reginald, is that, you know, because it's not that traceable, you know, and this these debit right. cards, you can cash them in all over the world. The other thing is that they're saying that this is primarily coming from India, that, you know, these that, you know, these scammers are from India. But, you know, now the thing that got me is that the IRS, as I said, that said that they would not be calling people. But now they are. And it's going to make it hard for some people to decipher who is who. Okay, so my thing is, is that if you they said that you would get something, the IRS says, um, listeners, that you would get something in the mail previous, okay, and then you'll get a call. But then you still need to make sure if they are legit. It's, it's just really, it's kind of crazy. What do you think, Reginald? Yeah. 
Well, it's ironic. I happened to uh, uh, be looking through AARP magazine last night, and I didn't read the article. And the article on the front page it says, "If you receive a call, simply hang up." Uh, mm-hmm. But I didn't read, read, read the article. And yeah, um, you know, people just simply hang up if they receive a call, and um, just call call the toll free number for the Internal Revenue Service. And you can speak to, you know, a representative, customer service, or whatever, and they can verify if you owe any money or not. Um, mm-hmm. And, yeah, a lot of these scams are coming from overseas, coming from India, and, and a lot of scams come from Nigeria, you know, things like that. And, and you're right, they want it on the debit card because it's difficult to trade. So, uh, you know, that money, once you put mm-hmm. that money on a card, they cash it in, it, it's practically non-traceable. So if anyone, you know, receives the call, like the article said, you know, to simply hang up. And they, uh, you know, scammers have always um, targeted uh, our seniors or people who are are less informed. Uh, But, Mm -hmm. you know, we can't afford to be less informed about things. So, so, yeah, simply if anyone gets the call from anyone, Mm -hmm. hang up. And just call the Internal Revenue Service, and they can verify if you owe anything or not. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And as I'm as I'm saying, you know, we're all intelligent out there. We know what debts and things like that, you know, that we owe. And um, and if you owe, then you know, handle that. Um, otherwise. Hang the phone up. Don't even engage um, in that. And they do prey on people and um, who, you know, because people have always thought of the IRS, you know, as one of these governmental agencies with a long reach. You know, they can do this. They can do that. They can do this to you, you know. But the but the thing is, is that, as I said, if you have a debt, you know, just just take care of it. If you get these calls, hang up. If you don't get a letter from the IRS. Uh, if you get a letter from the IRS, then get back in touch with them or whatever. But what I also want to say to um, uh, you, Reginald, and, and my listeners out there is that if individuals do owe a debt to the IRS, you know that you can hire a mediator to deal with that. You can hire a mediator to deal with negotiations for settling the debt that you owe to IRS. Okay. The thing, yeah. And, and people should uh, should utilize that uh, mm-hmm. because you know a lot of people are, are intimidated just by the term IRS. Uh, mm-hmm. and, you know when they hear that they get a little intimidated, and because the IRS unfortunately can, uh, you know, and and have reached over and and taking money and you know lean on properties and things like that. So that's kind of an intimidating factor with people. And yeah, that's a good idea for uh, people to hire a mediator uh, who can help negotiate that and to get on a mm-hmm. payment plan because they are they they have to uh, allow you to get on a payment plan. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so you know you can utilize that, and that payment plan can be worked out for it's uh, comfortable for you to make the monthly payment. Mm-hmm. And I want everyone out there to know that the process of mediating this, just like even if you hired an attorney, whatever, uh, professional mediator who has, um, you know, knowledge of, of, of how to do this, I want you guys to know that it's not going to be an overnight thing. It's going to take a little bit, but the resolution can be achieved. 
Okay. I want you guys to, yeah. to know that, that, you know, that mediation, um, has been, um, you know, very successful in dealing with this, you know, and, um, uh, but this has been going on, um, this, this, this scam that we're talking about originally has been going on since October of 2013. And it's, and they, the IRS wow. says that they repeatedly stress that we will not call you about taxes you owe without first mailing, a, mailing you a bill. But here comes the but, guys. Legitimate debt collectors do phone along with scammers. Okay, yeah. so yeah, you know that's that's all I that's so you know. But they're saying, but at least for now, assume that any call from a self-described IRS collector is in fact a scammer, even if they do give you guys an ID. And my ID is such and such and such. And a boom, hang up. Okay, you did not receive a letter from the IRS. Just hang up. And that, and this is going to help diminish this, these scammers and or, you know, uh, you know, to close them down for good, you know? Absolutely. And, and mm-hmm. even with a so-called legitimate bill collector or collection agency or whatever, they don't have all the power either. And they try and intimidate people. Uh, they train them to talk a certain way and to, to be nasty. A way to you, you know, to be nasty, to scare you. And you don't mm-hmm. have to deal with them. If they don't want to, uh, you know, you don't have to be intimidated by this person uh, mm-hmm. or them calling you. Hang up. If they don't want to speak with you and negotiate with you, hang up. And, again, a mediator would be um, a good idea for that as, as well, where you could, you know, negotiate with the assistance of a mediator uh, to make monthly payments, again, monthly payments that are comfortable for you. Say, say mm-hmm. for instance, if you owe, just say, $600, if you use $600, they can't say, okay, we want $300 from you, you know, every month. No, we'll work out something that is comfortable for me uh, because, you know, if you want to pay off this debt, if you owe this debt, fine. And, yeah. and a lot of um, uh, law firms are, are buying these debts. Big time. Calling people and, and, you know, using that to intimidate them. Uh, but don't don't be intimidated by that, people. Do not be intimidated by these bill collectors or attorneys. Yeah, you 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 be the driver of your life, okay? Don't don't because some people have gotten so upset that it's made them sick and and you sure. know you know this this kind of thing. But you know, people, uh, I appreciate what you said, but people do owe you know uh, thousands of dollars uh, to the IRS, you know, and plus you know the IRS tack on all of this. Other fees are carried on oh, enormous, yeah. huge yeah. fees, you know, that that yeah. sometimes outweigh what the debt. Um, I'm sorry, sometimes outweigh what the you know liability is actually to them and makes it yeah. even harder. This is why it would be good to have somebody to go in there and to discuss this matter um, with the IRS and, um, you know, uh, uh, make it, a you know, a better situation. Um, you know, for you. But I, I just, you know, as I said, you know, my show is to educate and enlighten. And I like to, you know, to let um, individuals know, um, you know, what, you know, what was happening um, out here in the world, you know, and I'm sure a lot of them um, know about that. But this is an updated report from Fraud Watch. And you can even go on Fraud Watch Network, um, guys, and, you know, join them and they'll always alert you of, of some fraud out there by some knucklehead that's trying to do something to hurt um, to hurt people. Okay? Right. And, and, and um, I just want to say to everyone uh-huh. that, uh, that 
that you have assisted me uh, with the situation um, with with mediation, and it came to a, a wonderful resolution for for all parties concerned. So, um, you know, I can speak from experience with that, uh, where you assisted me with something, and uh, you know, everything worked out worked out fine. Absolutely. They can just give me a call, okay? 623-594-5657 is my number. Okay, let's move it on along. All right. So the title of my show is Negotiation is the Key Concept in the Dispute Resolution Process. And as I stated in part for my description of my show for today, guys, that recently, for example, the process of negotiations have proven to be key concepts for resolving issues with our country under President Obama's administration, particularly dealing with the expeditious release of the 10 U.S. Navy sailors that whose ship accidentally wandered into the Iranian waters, and also um, with this administration reestablishing relations with Cuba. Now, the, now there are key concepts, you all that are introduced into the negotiation process and to into professional mediation. However, I want to say that because of the hard and tedious work that was done by this administration with Iran and Cuba, that is certainly the main reason for the fast recovery of the Navy sailors, you know, being released. Right. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? That the administration right. had, you know, already talked with Iran about their nuclear weapons and, you know, so that they can, you know, uh, ease the embargo and things like that and, and so forth and so on. But what I'm saying to you and all of the people out there is that the negotiation process, I would love to have been there to see that with John Kerry and all of the other powers to be that he um, had to deal with, uh, with the negotiation process. It wasn't something that took, Overnight, it was it was for some months that this was going on for them to come to an amicable resolution. My two favorite words, amicable resolution uh, for this process. So what do you think about this, Reginald? You know, the art of negotiation is is such a wonderful thing. And having relationships and having the ability to talk, you know, this just shows how having relations, talking with people uh, versus not talking, what can be done with talking versus not talking. Um, and so you're, you're right, because of um, being able to have negotiations and being able to talk with uh, the country of Iran, was able to return uh, the, the American soldiers. Um, mm-hmm. Also, uh, not only the United States, but other countries uh, have been involved, were involved with this nuclear deal with, with Iran. Um, mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, negotiations ended in 1979 uh, mm-hmm. with the fall of, of Reza Pahlavi, the, the Shah, uh, and uh, the Ayatollah uh, Khomeini stepping back in. So 1979 mm-hmm. go to 2016. Yeah, that's so a long time. Of yeah. Not talk and mm-hmm. what has been done by not talk? Mm-hmm. Fifty years of no talking relations with Cuba 
what mm-hmm. what has been done. Nothing mm-hmm. has been done by not talking. And a lot of politicians on the Republican side, you know, they want to talk about not talking and, and, and going to war. Well, not for having been able to talk and negotiate, stops wars, prevents exactly. wars. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, we need to do more of that. Uh, and I, I, I just think it's a wonderful thing. And, and this has opened up so many things for not only the United States, but other countries to invest in Cuba and to invest in Iran. In Iran, um, mm-hmm. And that the average age uh, of uh, the population in Iran is, I think you said, like 20 years old. Oh, yeah. means that. Uh, are you kidding me, people? You know, it's a young country. It's, so, it's a it's a young country, mm-hmm. and a lot mm-hmm. of things that happened in the past. And you know, I can go on with um, you know, some historical things of how the Shah was put in power by the British in 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 in, in Iran. But mm-hmm. you know, again, not talking to people, not negotiating with people. And I, I, I just think it's a wonderful thing. It, it yeah. Even one, one Republican strategist the other day was saying that this, what the president has done, is going to go down in history. Exactly. One of the best negotiating agreements of all time. Time. And that's. Ladies and gentlemen, is why I'm discussing it on my show, <laughs> because it is one of, you know, because we um, as professional mediators out there and even those who of you who are not professional mediators, uh, lawyers or what, what have you uh, working in the, um, um, uh, uh, in the in the industry in organizations or whatever. Negotiation is so, so important. Now, we have to take a break. In, in two minutes, Reginald, but what I wanted to uh, say, I wanted to make a comment that you brought up that was fabulous and about it's about the the age. I don't believe in age, ladies and gentlemen. I've told you that before, because what does it mean? But the thing is that you that, that in Iran, you are encompassing on new ideas, all of those old antiquated ideas are no longer being uh, the mainstay of this great nation. You see what I'm saying? And they are open to new. I, I just think it's, I just think it's a, I just think it's a fabulous thing. You know what I'm saying? I just think yeah, it's yeah. a fabulous thing. And I, and, 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 uh, there was, there was another report, um, that I was listening to, um, uh, about this and the United States have achieved this, Reginald. But you know, you always have, Somebody that's going to try to poo-poo on something yeah. on, on, you know, yeah. on positive, on positiveness out there, you know, and I'm going to, and, and I'm going to discuss that with you. And there was a report where, uh, they were saying that, um, that, that they're, they're, that the, the people in Iran, they want them to be aware and be cognizant and be, um, you know, uh, 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 lookful to see if anything is going to go awry with the, with the agreement between, you know, um, United States and other countries and them. But we're going to continue that discussion, Reginald. We're going to take a break right now. So get up and stretch and come back with me. (laughs) 
Do you have disagreements with your landlord regarding your home or apartment that you are renting? Or have you fallen behind in your HOA payments and you cannot reason with the HOA Association for resolution of your issues? I can assist you. I am an independent professional mediator. My name is Teresa E. Keeves. Give me a call at 480-283-7270 or email me at Teresa at MediationTalkShow.expert. You do not have to litigate your disagreements. They can be professionally mediated. The process of professional mediation is an effective, efficient, timely, and less costly method for resolving your disputes. Please give me a call for a 0283-7270. You're listening to Put It All on the Table Through Mediation with Teresa E. Keeves. Thank you for returning with me and my fabulous guest, the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And the topic of our show today is negotiation is the key concept in the dispute resolution process. Now, before we went to break, we were discussing the negotiations that are uh, that that had to be contained within the process of uh, coming to an amicable resolution with the um, country of, of Iran. And uh, what I was saying, Reginald, is that, you know, I just think it's terrible how, you know, something great happens and then people want to you know, put the, the negative, they just have to put the negative spin on that. This is something that is great has happened. No one, no one wants to have this, you know, war and boots on the ground and all that. I mean, how is that working for you? You know, boots yeah. on the ground. Who yeah. does this is not World War One, World War Two or Vietnam. You know, it's, it's time out for that. There is no win-win situation in war. No one is winning. There is no win. There's a lot of devastation, a lot of loss of loved ones. The earth has been pilvished with, with contaminants and all of this kind of stuff, you know. So, um, um, you know, it, it's, 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 it's time out. It's time out for that. It's time yeah, out for that. that. You know, it's, it, it, you know, we need to sit down and talk and understand. Each other and and be open and receptive to what it is that this person is saying and what you're saying and and wish the the best for that person and that person wish the best for the other side of the table, you know and um I, you know as I said they don't I, I you know more more often than not people do want peace, you know what I'm saying, Reginald? They want peace. Sure, sure, mm-hmm. sure, mm-hmm. And, and especially people who have experienced war. Mm-hmm. You know, people in Europe, you know, there's people still alive from World War Two, obviously, and some people alive from World War One. You know, who live in uh, who live in Europe, and and they've experienced war. They know what it's like. They know the devastation of it. And like you said, mm-hmm. there's there's no win-win. So you so you do everything that you can. That's a that's a last resort, and mm-hmm. and just the art of Talking, the art of negotiation. As a clinical mental health therapist, you know, so much of the relationship with the client is built on being able to talk. Mm-hmm. Getting the information that I need from that client so I know what they're dealing with and, wh- and how they're feeling and what family issues, what work issues that they're, that they're dealing with now gives me 
the information that I need to assist them. But without talking, without talking, none of that is, is done uh, mm-hmm. for authorities. Unless you talk with your client, you don't know how to go into court to handle that situation. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mediator, I don't mean to speak for attorneys and mediators, um, uh, but when you get information, and I'll use the example of, again, when you helped me, um, which which was a great thing. You came with a great resolution for this the situation I was going with. You have to Thank speak you, brother. with me to get the information that I needed, that, mm-hmm. that you needed. So now you went and spoke with these other people to give them the information, and they gave you, you know, and boom, without talking, without talking, how would that work? Exactly. Exactly. It, 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 it can't work. And I mean, and this even funnels down to, um, um, every, every day, you know, with, with couples, um, you know, with, with children on the playground and, and things like this or children in school just every day, you know, just yeah. don't be so, so hasty. Okay. <laughs> don't be so hasty in your judgment of others. Right. All right. Just, just, you know, sit back and listen and, 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 and none of us have arrived because if we've learned everything that we're supposed to have learned, okay, we will be sitting up there with God, okay, drinking green tea and eating edamame. All right. That's what I always say. But this earth is a learning school. We're supposed to learn so that we can be better, so that our souls can be light and lofty, not heavy and, 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 you know, and uh, filled with, with dirt and, and soot and things, okay? Now, yes. Reginald, now there was, you know, speaking of negotiations, negotiation is, is, is I want to give you just one quick instance, another instance in the Ukraine. Um, townhall.com publication reported on the 20th of January also that Ukraine is positioning itself in negotiations to end conflict, okay? They, you know, wow. they want to end conflict in the country's east saying it must regain control of its entire border from Russia before elections can be held in the regions controlled by Russia-backed rebels. You know, people just want peace. They don't want the way that it used to be. Oh, this is the way that it always has been. So they have decided to engage into negotiations. That's our word of the day. Okay, negotiations. So I, 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 you know, I think it's, I think it's a great thing. And I also want to say that in spite of the harsh words that are being spoken about how the, how they would deal with other countries regarding keeping our country safe by the Republican party, um, people in general, I, I feel, as I said before, that they want peace and putting, um, people, loved ones into war, losing their lives certainly is not the answer. It's not, you know, the answer with, um, having um, a, a, a supposed to be a proponent spokesperson go up to the podium and say, let's get our soldiers and, and send them over there and kick ISIS ass. I mean, really, Sarah Palin, come on. You know what I'm saying, Reginald? You, you, you know, it's. You just have it, to take it, a deep it, breath. It, it, yeah, I mean, seriously, it, it, it's a joke. It is, yeah. it is a complete joke. And all of this is a dog and pony show between Palin and Trump. And so it's, uh, you know, our country deserves better. Uh, and yeah, I'm, I'm, yes, it does. Our mm-hmm. country deserves better. And,
Yeah, no, and I, um, I agree with you. Let's get that out there. I agree with you. Our country does deserve better. We we deserve better, and it's and mm-hmm. it's amazing to me that people who aren't the ones who got to strap an M16 on their back and go out and do what needs to be done. They're so fast to send other people's moms, sisters, brothers, uncles, dads into harm's way. But they, but when they were young enough to go Donald Trump, Cheney, they ducked and dived and didn't go. But mm-hmm. now all of a sudden there are these tough guys who, oh, yeah, we want to go over. So, yeah, but, but you didn't. You know, how many exactly. did Donald Trump get? to go out of going to Nam? How many permits mm-hmm. did Dick Cheney get to avoid going over to Vietnam? How many, mm-hmm. well, what did George Bush do, Jr. do? Exactly. I was going to say. Get from going to Vietnam. Over to Vietnam. So exactly. To, you know, be a tough guy and talk about sending other people. And, 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 here, and here's another thing that, that, that I want to say. This whole thing of President Obama leading from behind. I mean, that's mm-hmm. one of the most asinine things that I've heard in my life. So here's mm-hmm. how I feel about leading from behind. A lot of times the best thing you can do is lead from behind. Sometimes mm-hmm. the best thing a parent can do is lead from behind. From behind. You give, mm-hmm. that, you give that child what they need, and then you stand back as the coach. And watch it work. That. You watch exactly. it work. A football exactly. Coach, some of the best things that a football or basketball coach can do is lead from behind. Some of the best things that a clinical mental health therapist can do is lead from behind. So all of Some, this mm-hmm. uh, things about all your leading from behind, uh, yeah. Thanks, people. I exactly. That. Because you know what? Actually, that's a compliment. But, you know, people Absolutely. are so clouded um, in, in their thoughts uh, of, of, about leadership that they really don't know about leadership and they don't want to know about leadership. All they, you know, all to them is just mean thoughts. That's all. It's just, you know, mean thoughts. But the thing is, is that I totally agree. Um, um, I totally agree with, with, with what you said, Reginald, um, uh, you know, about leading from behind because that's what you do. You, you, you have a child, for example, you formulate that child, you give them everything that they, that they need. Okay, there's a difference between need and want. You give them everything that they need so that they can grow, so that they right. can grow. And so then you sit back and then you watch and then you only intervene when they totally get off track so that you can, right. you know, it's just, you know, so that right. you can get them back on track again. And then you right. sit back. You don't sit there and talk to them and blah, 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 blah in their face. You're in the forefront all the time. You sit right. back and you and you and you you say what you have to say and then that's it. But see, a well, lot of like people do not understand original, um, you know, yeah. about leadership. We have like five minutes. Um, yeah. They don't understand about um, you know how leadership works. So I I, I think that that's a very uh, good point. And leadership also goes hand in hand with negotiation. Absolutely. You know, Absolutely. because you put it all on the table. In negotiation, you say what it is that you want, you know, because in the process of negotiation, Reginald, people state what they want, what they don't want. Each side listens to the other in hopes of gaining knowledge of why they are in conflict right now and what resolves can be made to reach an amicable resolution. 
Okay, so you you say what you want and then you sit back. Okay, you've led that portion right there of what you said that you want. Now you sit back and let them absorb it, and then you absorb it, and then absorb what it is they have to say to you and be open about it. You know, right? Because Mm -hmm. it it doesn't feel good when you have a conflict. No, it doesn't. Conflict between countries, be it a conflict between families, be it a conflict between a co-worker, it doesn't feel good. It's just not good for Mm -hmm. our soul. Mm -hmm. And to resolve that conflict, you know, I mean, people just think of of how you've had, just say, maybe a disagreement with your spouse. And um, that day when, you know, you guys went to work and he's, you know, that whole day, how are you feeling? And then when you resolve that conflict, how do you? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's like a for you know, I for it's me, like a, ah. it's like a it's like a ah exactly, it's like a ah you know. So you know, I, I you know, I just want to kind of speed it up because we got about three minutes, but I just want to say something else too. Now, Wikipedia in part states in the definition of negotiation, guys that the degree to which the negotiation parties trust each other to implement the negotiated solution is a major factor in determining whether negotiations are successful. Now, Reginald, the word trust is jumping out as me as I was reading this to you and my listeners. And the reason why is people do not trust for varying reasons. However, I do understand the trust factor. In the negotiation process, for example, a party come to a resolution. The words that are being applied are, you know, on paper are being trusted by all involved in the resolution process that this is going to go smoothly and the words of the agreement will be kept initially. Okay. Mm-hmm. You, you know, you know what I'm saying? So in, in the, in the process of negotiation, there is leadership. There's a, the art of negotiation and then there is trust. You know, you've right. got to trust that the individuals that you are um, at the table with, you are now a collective and you the collective is now to put these three things on the table and make it happen with an amicable resolution. Now, Reginald, you know what I'm getting ready to say. Yeah, whatever. I'm not listening. <laughs> we are we are out of time. We are going getting out of time. I got a couple of minutes. And I just want to say that, you know, negotiation is something that I have talked about before on my show previously. And it's a darn good topic of discussion, you know, and I hope that you enjoyed my program. I hope that you learned something from the great talk I had with the world's best mental health therapist, Reginald C. Campbell. And as always, you know, uh, I thank you for participating. Uh, it is so appreciated, and I thank you for listening. And I want you to know that I will be talking with you again on February 4th at 8 a.m. And I want to say, Reginald, thank you. You have a great day. My listeners, thank you. You guys have a great day. And I want to say be kind to yourself, be kind to others. This is Teresa E. Keys. Make it happen. Take care. Mm-hmm.